the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for letting me ride shotgun, or, or maybe you're piping me through the smartphone there in the office, or maybe you're at home and you're, you're already doing your shopping on the laptop. Regardless, I'm delighted to be here with you. And I want to tell you about a, a special uh, opportunity that you have. Right now, until about Valentine's Day, this is the time that people get engaged and start looking for a wedding venue. And Whitney, my wife, and I, we have The Legacy on Possum Run. Check us out at thelegacyonpossumrun.com. You will be able to see the charming venue nestled between Columbus and Cleveland that everyone is raving about. Three unique spaces comprising the venue. There's a greenhouse. There's a rustic reception area that has an indoor wooden rainbow bridge that's massive and waterfall that's just awesome. And then a barn, a 170-year-old dairy barn. But the cool part is when you go to thelegacyonpossumrun.com, you can see pricing. You can look at the calendar to see if your day is available. You'll also be able to see the supply closet. That is the stuff that you get to rent for free when you book the venue. Things like centerpieces and garland, all the stuff that you'd spend hundreds of dollars on, you get just for doing business with us. So the legacy on Possum Run, your legacy begins here. Uh, Speaking about legacy, uh, I'm going to bring on somebody that is uh, has left quite a legacy at the Ohio State University. Uh, here, here's a hint. And long for Indiana. Big give. Rogers looking to throw. Pressured. Runs into his own man and then runs into Katzenmoyer. Ball knocked out of his hands. It's taken away by Matt Vincus. He's at the 30. He's at the 20. He's at the 10. It's a touchdown for Ohio State. He is the pride of Piqua, Ohio. Matt Finkus, welcome to the Bruce Woolley Show. How are you this afternoon, sir? Good, Jack. How are you doing? Super fantastic. Uh, real quick, I want to give you a plug. You're the director of development at OSU Wex- Wexner Medical Center, but you're also a franchise owner at, at Wine and Chocolates and Coffees, right? Absolutely, yeah. We've got two locations, one in uh, Grandview and Grandview Yard and one in Old Dumbla there on 52 South High Street. So busy time of year for us, everyone doing their uh, – holiday shopping here and chocolates are always a a, uh, a go-to thing for a lot of people and we can take care of you where can they find out more matt do you have a website or an instagram yeah i mean obviously you can go to wineandschocolates.com um that, that'll be kind of the head corporate page and you can select our location uh you can find us on facebook by location as well and instagram so um, facebook is usually where a lot of people track us down and learn about all of our uh, events and things like that that are going on. We do wine tastings from time to time at the Grandview location. But, nice. uh, we're great for corporate gifts, too, and it's a big game coming up. Better get your Buckeyes if we have the Buckeyes that, that they uh, make, so come get them. I, I'm gonna, I'll be there today to get mine. It's wine and chocolates and coffees. All right, man, down to the business at hand. First of all, we're going to start with elementary-type question here. Uh, what are gold pants, and how many of them do you have? 
<laughs> <laughs> so, so gold pants, it's, uh, it's actually kind of a complicated question. Uh, it actually started in 1934 when uh, Ohio State uh, had lost to, to Michigan four straight times. Um, they went and hired a coach named Francis Schmidt, and he came in in 1934 and subsequently um, beat them four straight times. And when they hired Francis Schmidt in 1934, they asked him, you know, well, how do you plan to beat Michigan? And his response was, you know, we're going to go out there and beat them. They put their pants on one leg at a time, just like we do. Um, and that quote got back to uh, Charles Lazarus of the Lazarus Department Store chain um, back in the day. And he made these charms up for the team. And uh, every year since 1934, when you beat that team up north, you get a uh, set of gold pants charms uh, for yourself. Um, I've got two pair. i got one pair from playing uh, in the 90s, as, as a lot of people know, a little some rough times there, some good teams that, uh, that didn't get them. Um, and then I was a volunteer coach in 2007, and I got a pair from that as well. Awesome. And uh, what do you do with them? Do you, do you still have them? Do you give them away as gifts? <laughs> um, they sit in the safe, and yeah. then this week my girlfriend wears them all week long. So Saturday after the game is over, uh, she puts them on and doesn't take them off until uh, the game is over on Saturday. What is your, what is your favorite memory of the game, Matt? You know, my favorite memory, obviously, there's uh, there's some rough ones for us, but uh, obviously the win that we had in, two, in uh, 1994 um, was, was a great memory. Uh, you know, being able to be there and, and uh, finally get that win, you know, Coach Cooper uh, for being a Hall of Fame coach on multiple levels, not just here at the High State University, but a college football Hall of Fame coach as well, um, you know, just had those struggles against them. And, I mean, it goes, it goes in spurts sometimes, and we were definitely in one of those spurts in the 90s. And, uh, and, and we were able to come up with a big win there in 1994 and, uh, and, and walk away with that, getting the sack there on fourth down to end the game. And it was a pretty special uh, memory that I have for myself. But uh, I think just as a team, you know, getting that big win there. Absolutely. Well, you, you mentioned sometimes this goes through phases and spurts. And, and right now, uh, our team is, uh, is two years removed from a win. Uh, but how much of that, here's a controversial question, how much of that do you think has to do with the team up north having better talent versus uh, cheating? Uh, we're, we're learning a lot about what's been going on in that scandal. Yeah, I mean, and that's the big question. I mean, I don't think anyone really knows the answer to that um, because no one knows the extent of what was going on up there for the past two, two and a half years. Um you know, I know it's a subject of a lot of debate. Uh, the, the people that I've talked to within college football, coaches, you know, administrators and stuff like that. I mean, no, this is this is a pretty – I know that the, that the Michigan fans like to make light of this and there's people out there that's like, oh, what's the big deal? This is a big, big deal. Yeah. And uh, I think you're going to see next year the NCAA come down extremely hard on the University of Michigan for this. Um, this is not something to be taken lightly. Um, this was someone, you know, there, there's, there's people that always push the envelope of the rules. There's, I mean, and Jim Harbaugh is one of those guys. You can go back and look at his history of satellite camps and moving spring practice to IMG Academy for, you know, a couple of days. I mean, there, he's pushed the envelope with a lot of rules, but there's pushing the envelope with the rules and there's flat out breaking them. And when you send people to opposing uh, stadiums to video record the opposing team signs and take those back and match them up to, to game film, that is beyond the pale. And that's from all accounts and purposes, that's what Michigan did here. And that is a huge advantage. I mean, you know, I like to tell people like, Oh, what, how big of an advantage is it? I mean, it, it takes your chances of success to probably 80%. If I know what play you're running offensively or defensively, 
I've got a, probably an 80% chance of success. Where on a normal yeah. play, you've got, you know, maybe a 50-50, maybe a 60, you know, 40-60, um, you know, those kind of things. So as this continues to play out, I think you're really going to see um, the NCAA ticker. I mean, we've seen really swift action by them so far, which yep. is really unusual for them. And, I mean, you've got four people that have either resigned or been fired during the season here. So, I mean, trying to kind of blow this off as a nothing burger doesn't really work when four people on your staff have been, you know, fired or resigned over the past year uh, in connection in some way, shape, or form with this. So, um, but but to go back to the question, you don't know. I mean, and that's yeah. the big, you know, thing that, that, uh, that people are going to have to wonder about is, you don't know if that you know that second half last year was because they knew the plays, because they knew the defenses that we were running, because you know they, they had that unfair advantage, or you know we just got beat, and, and that's that's the part that, that really hurts the game because yeah. you've taken the you know the purity of the game away, and now you put it into question for everything. I Amen. mean, I know if I was a player uh, on a team like that, I'd question you know how good we really were. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you get this guy up on the running up and down the sidelines and calling out plays, and you're thinking to yourself, "How is that happening?" Yeah. But now you know, and you're like, "Wow, were, were we really that good, or was this guy cheating the whole time?" And, and is that why we were that good? Hey, uh, only thirty seconds left here, and I apologize, but um, do you think that this environment favors the team up north or the Buckeyes? And give us a quick prediction for Saturday. You know, I mean, it's it's a tough environment no matter uh, who's coming in. Uh, it, it's a whenever you're on the road, uh, it's a circle the wagons, but it can be a very motivating factor when you go up there to really circle the wagons and yep. go into the lion's den. I like the way this team is playing a lot uh, right now. Uh, everyone's getting healthy. Travion Henderson hitting his peak. Um, About ten seconds. Really, really crisp football. So I, I, I like our chances this weekend. Okay, do you have a score? I don't predict scores. I, I think as long as we're as long as we have one more than they do, that's all that matters. <laughs> Amen, Matt Finkus. Thank you for spending time with us today, man. We appreciate you, brother. Anytime, Jack. So far, the ball will be in Navarre's hands one last time. Fires in zone, intercepted. Let's party, Columbus. That would probably be my second favorite memory. That was November 23rd, 2002. The Ohio State Buckeyes beat the team up north. 14-9 to nine to earn a spot in the Tostitos Fiesta Bowl where they took on the U. And, of course, they were not going to win that game. But they did. And they won a national title under Jim Tressel. Great conversation with Matt Finkus, who uh, told us about the gold pants, and he's fortunate to have uh, a couple of those. What a cool, what a cool thing. And uh, I like his prediction. He doesn't do scores, but he says he likes he likes the Buckeyes on Saturday. Jeff and I are going to hold our predictions uh, until tomorrow, and we'll probably weigh in on the Brownies, which I think I'll just I'll tip my hand there. I think they're in trouble at Mile High 
on Sunday. Um, but who knows? That's why they play the game, and that's why they play all four quarters. But make sure you tune in tomorrow. I'll be here. It's Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving, and it's the final time that I'll be here this week. We're off on Thanksgiving and then on Black Friday. So um, make sure you tune in. We have uh, some special guests tomorrow. You'll have to tune in to find out who. I can tell you who one of them is. It's uh, Mahek Cook will be here at 1135. She's going to talk House Bill 205. That's that's that piece of legislation that's really a Trojan horse ripped from the Biden green energy cronyism Bidenomics playbook that even Republicans not only are supporting, they've co-authored the bill. And she's going to weigh in on that as well as the recent Emerson College poll, which we've talked about quite a bit over the past two days, that does some head-to-head simulations between Democratic Senator Sherrod Brown from Ohio and his three potential opponents on the GOP side of the aisle, Matt Dolan, Bernie Marino, uh, Frank LaRose. So she'll weigh in on that. And maybe is it too early to even look at those polls? We'll see. Um, but nonetheless, great show planned for tomorrow. We will have a su- surprise guest. Today's guests were super fantastic. Congressman Jim Jordan was here, and uh, he talked about the FBI whistleblower, the agent who was ordered to wipe anti-Trump social media posts. The whistleblower says, and then and then he was promoted there in the in the Florida field office. And, uh, you know, Dr. Mark Caleb Smith weighed in on that a little bit at the beginning of that conversation. So if you missed that segment, make sure you get to 989theanswer.com and uh, look at the segment with Dr. Mark Caleb Smith. And he said, you know, this is a really, really interesting time uh, that we are in. It's uh, it's kind of it's it's akin to the 1960s and 70s, uh, America's role in the world. And uh, there was some political corruption going on. There were assassinations. Um, But then uh, he did a fantastic job of talking about uh, Rosalind Carter and her contribution to the office of First Lady. And so you'll want to take a look at that, listen to it. But uh, Matt Finkus, thank you again for spending time with us today. And make sure you get down to Winans, uh, chocolates and wines. What a great, what a great week to do it! You know, get some munchies, get some adult beverages for Thanksgiving and or the game that is upcoming. Um, what else? I don't know. We've got uh, we've got a few things uh, cooking, but I think for the most part, everybody is uh, starting to stretch out, get their turkey eating pants on, and and call it a week. But uh, there, there are some things that we still need to, to consider, and, and we'll talk about those tomorrow as well. Uh, here, here's a piece of information that you can find at the Ohio Press Network, and it'll be interesting. I'd love to get somebody from the Buckeye Institute to talk about kind of the complexity and abnormality of, of this report. The Ohio unemployment rate rises in October. So um, despite remaining below the national average, Ohio's job market dipped in October And according to figures released by the Ohio Department of Job and Family Services, uh, the state's unemployment average increased from 3.4% to 3.6%, while the labor force participation rate fell from 62.1% to 
262. And um, Ray... Hederman Jr. of the Buckeye Institute said, while Ohio's unemployment rate remains below the national average, both the state and the country saw unemployment increase, indicating a slight cooling off of the job market. Despite this uptick in unemployment, Ohio's job market is strong and the record number of Ohioans are working. Well, that's interesting. Um, the October figures showed employers added 7,700 jobs in October. But a household survey showed 17,000 people in the state either lost or left their jobs. So 7,700 jobs were added, but 17,000 people uh, left their jobs in October. Uh, the two surveys used in Ohio's job report were in conflict in October, Haderman said. While the household survey showed an uptick in unemployment, the payroll survey showed a record number of Ohioans working. This conflict is not unusual, but it's something to watch over the coming months. Now, Ohio Policy Matters said the difference in the reports could signal a slowdown or could have picked up auto workers. Remember, they were on strike last month. Um, That group, the Ohio Policy Matters, said next month's numbers would be important to see a potential trend. Uh, The number of Ohioans working fell from 5.62 million in September to 5.62 in October. Uh, In October, all three major sectors grew, including an overall gain of 5,300 jobs and good producers. Construction showed 6,000 new jobs. Manufacturing lost 600. But those figures, again, also factor in the thousands of UAW workers on strike last month. So um, these new jobs continue. Ohio's fastest jobs recovery in recent history Policy Matters Ohio economist Michael Shields said the COVID recession was the deepest downturn since the Great Depression and the federal lawmakers dispatched unprecedented resources scaled to the size of the crisis. This rapid and continued recovery marks a triumph of wise public policy. I'd like to have uh, economist Michael Shields on to discuss that comment uh, that the continued recovery marks a triumph of wise public policy. I'm not so sure that uh, the amount of giveaways that took place during the COVID era were a wise public policy. I, I would say that we might have got some people hooked on uh, government subsidy that should should be out working, but we might tackle that tomorrow as well. Hey, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. FM, The Answer, and The Bruce Woolley Show. And uh, set an alarm for tomorrow. We will be back with you from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.